right, so we went to Sweden on our holiday. We also went to New Finland. Did we not, Matthew, with Chris, yeah. who is not yeah. here? Chris, where, where's he this time? I think he's just depressed because he really he still wishes we were on holiday because we went to so many great places and yeah. met so many great people. He's just upset. He wishes he was still in Sweden doing things. No, I think he preferred Canada. Canada? Yeah, remember we went and then we went to New Finland and Labrador and all those places? Yeah. Yeah. He he loves Labradors, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. But we met some nice people in New Finland. We did, we did, we did. We did, we did, we did. They were really into the Beatles and they heard our accent and they were just like, oh my God, are you British? We're not from Liverpool, though. That's We're not from problem. Liverpool. But you want to know the funny thing I think about Liverpool and the Beatles, right? Yeah. The Liverpoolians are so proud that they have the Beatles, but I don't think they factor into the, in their minds that the moment Beatles found success, they left Liverpool. Mm, yeah. I th- Does Ringo Starr still go back? I, I don't know. I think they still go back like every now and then. Why? They're old. I mean, they're not a family yeah. there anymore. Never mind. They c- could have had quite large families. Mm, maybe. Yeah. But that's what I've just found. Liverpudlians are so proud, yet that Beatles live in England. Well, the remaining yeah, they, Beatles they living in England. still created them, though. England? Liverpool. The remaining Beatles live in London. <laughs> Not yeah. England. Well, yeah, I, I like guess how England. you have to say remaining now. Cause the remaining, yeah. Pretty much. Well, we say two dead yeah. I mean, remember yeah, that yeah, conversation yeah. we had with the New Finlands? Yeah. Are we forgetting that? Yeah, yeah. I, no, I did not forget that. That was all intentional there. Was it really? Yeah, yeah. I hadn't <laughs> noticed. That went so over my it was, head. It was, like, really smooth, wasn't it? Yeah, it was so, so smooth. So smooth. Yeah, I surprised myself. Though. Yeah. So, the, which were the ones that are still alive? I mean, Harry Styles and... Um, Lily Tomlinson? Oh, that, that, that is blasphemy, that is. How could but you generally, tell? are One Direction still alive? Hopefully not, but um, <laughs> I guess they probably still are. <laughs> I'm so glad that the One Direction fans can't listen to this because their parents will see that it's explicit. Yeah. Could you imagine the misspelled hatred we'd get? Ooh. It'd be like, it'd be like ravaged by... An ant or something, wouldn't it? We'd be like ravaged by Lana's sister. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's scary. Actually, she is scary, I've heard. Lana's sister, she's a precocious young thing. Yeah. She's. Yeah, did you see that interview that she did with Gary Neville? I know. She was a star there. Really we should have good. retweeted it. Okay, remind me to have the Dork Seduction Twitter retweet it. Not that we even have any followers, but. <laughs> I could do it on the Facebook page. We've got followers on the Facebook page. Yeah. Yeah, I completely forgot that we actually had other avenues <laughs> that we could go down. I, I don't know where she gets that from, see. What, I don't the even, get it from Lana, yeah. She's very shy, but the moment you get to know her, she's, she's yeah. yeah. For such a small girl, she's... Yeah. <laughs> you can't even <laughs> describe it. Uh, I watched the video. No, I can't even oh. describe it. I've met her. I can't <laughs> even describe it. She's like lightning in a bottle. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've heard her, like, being described before, and, yeah, she she's sounds like a character. Yeah, she's, like, I ten years old, but she's so much smarter than all of us. Yeah. <laughs> Why are we talking about Lara? Let's talk about our friends in New Finland. Yeah, New Finland. Yeah, someone was telling us that Paul McCartney might might be dead. Yeah, and I was all like, what's that, a boot? 
Yeah, he's Scottish. A boot. That's a how boot. they say about in Canada. A boot. Really? Yeah, it's like two O's instead of O U. Ah, see, that's the only thing that annoyed me about Canada, which I should have remembered that that's how they said a, a boot. Yeah, a boot. Yeah. And it's always great watching um, American TV shows that are filmed in Canada, because a lot of them are. And you can yeah. see they get guest stars just locally. They're <laughs> supposed to be American, and you can so tell they're not. <laughs> I know. Because there's not that much difference between, like, a flat American accent and a Canadian one. But you can still... There is still a difference. They're not one in the same. Yeah. Also, I just want to mention, Canada's got some pretty great people living there as well. Like, um... Leonard Cohen. Oh, does he live in Canada now? He lives in... Well, he lives half the year in Canada and lives this half the year in This is why we need to retire to Canada. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't have retired to Canada. I live in Vancouver. Yeah. Oh, Van- I think that's where he lives as well. That's like the... Is that the capital of Canada? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think, think so. so. I, think, I think that's where everything is. I can't remember if he was born or he lives in, like, Montreux or... Montreal. Other. Montreal, that's the one, yeah. Okay. Or it's Vancouver. It's one of those two. Okay, now this is a love letter to Canada. Yeah. Which we loved while we were there, because we were totally there during our break. Yeah. Yeah, that's not a lie. It was nice looking over America and seeing it all kind of go to hell, basically. Yeah, we were watching them put the borders up. Yeah, oh, a lovely wall, though. Yeah, a lovely wall that the Mexicans paid for. Yeah. (laughs) I I have a genuine question, though, right? Yeah. No one answers me. If Donald Trump succeeds on immigration control and no immigrants are allowed in the country, how is he going to get his next wife? Ah. All his wives have been European. There'll be a specific door for his wife, I think. Ah, okay, so the door is the Victoria's Secret catalogue, yes? Yeah. Okay, cool. So, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's okay as well. What is that? Is that where he gets his wives? Well, not wives, but his his companions. Yeah. Yeah. His His very, very large amount of companions. Yeah. Yeah. His very large boat. uh, Yeah, the the yachts in, I don't know where he goes. Which he should do his lectures about climate change from. Yeah, and I bet he flies from private jet. I love how celebrities lecture everyone else. And it's like, oh, no, second, you've got a bigger carbon footprint than any of us. We all take buses and trains and stuff. We, We use public transportation instead of cars and boats and private planes. It's ridiculous. I, don't you want me to save the Arctic when you're killing it? Yeah, I just love how they don't kind of see the hypocrisy in that. Oh, the God. fact is, maybe he won his Academy Award. He was lecturing people on climate change. I think he was doing that just because, come on, DiCaprio, the amount of times he's missed out on a, yeah. an Oscar. And Oscars, we've discussed it, our campaigns. He was probably just trying to look good. Yeah. I, I've stopped caring. Like, in the recent years, I've stopped caring because it stopped mattering. Yeah. I mean, I don't like people telling me that I should like this movie because it's had so much promotion. Yeah. Award ceremonies are stupid anyway. It's so self-congratulatory. Yeah. Yeah. These these millionaires patting each other on the back and and wearing nice gowns and getting, like, $80,000 gift bags. And I was like, really? My work Christmas party, there was a cap on the drinks. Yeah. I was like, and why are people? Why are the public so fascinated with it and yeah. what they're wearing? Also, wacky warehouse. You know, you just got a bit of cake. You made do What's with wacky that. Wacky warehouse. You never went to wacky warehouse when you were young. No. no. 
So you used to have, like, birthday parties and stuff like that, and they'd have... My birthday parties were done at home, and I didn't have that many of them. Didn't have that many of them. My little brother was born when I was seven, and he was born two weeks before me. So um, the moment he was born, my birthday just disappeared. But then that was the moment my parents started giving me money, and then I could go out and stuff. So that was actually probably more fun, (laughs) but I got less presents. I like presents. Mm. That's a dilemma I've been having recently. I like presents. I like the fact that I can open a present and be surprised. Mm. But I was considering suggesting to people for my next birthday to get me Amazon gift cards. Yeah. But I I like the fact that I can open something. This has been troubling me a lot. Mm. Did you you hear the tone of my voice change? What? Oh, you're hinting at something there. No, I was just thinking out loud. Just gotten really depressed now. Wow. This always happens in this podcast. It's because yeah. you brought up your childhood. <laughs> <laughs> this always yeah. happens. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> You're the one. This is going to be the thing where we never bring up childhood anymore in this podcast. But, like, everyone else has, like... Um, me, I grew up with a more, like... I don't want to say conventional. I don't want to sound horrible. Yeah. But I grew up in, like, the nuclear family unit. Yeah. So, in theory, I should be more well-balanced. This podcast is evidence of how the nuclear family unit is bullshit. Yeah. Because I'm probably the least sane. Yeah. Most emotionally unstable, I guess. I'm quite sane, so... Yeah, I know, but um, your parents died when you were younger. Yeah, I was ten. I'd had enough years. Yeah, and then Chris grew up in a one-parent household. Yeah, and he's completely duality, so... He's not, he's more... Actually, yeah, he keeps ending up in prison. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, I throw away my statement. Nuclear family, you're still bullshit, but um, I think just humanity in general is bullshit. I like how it's nuclear family, nuclear war, nuclear power. It should be dangerous, nuclear family, shouldn't Hmm, it, really? that, that, That is a very good point. If it spills out, it should, like... Poison people and stuff like that. Out. <laughs> yeah. How's <laughs> the nuclear party going to spill out? And we do poison oh. people with our opinions. Yeah. Because we are a podcast that has downloads. And we are opinionated. Like, uh, we, we probably should uh, talk about Paul McCartney at some point in this episode. I, th- I think we should. But should we? Uh, if only we had done intro music oh. in the style of one of the Beatles classics. Yeah. But no, because first of all, we aren't musically talented. Second of all, we could never get the rights to that shit. No. No. It's, yeah, far too popular. Unless we got a B-side of, like, the d- first demo or something. Yeah, but even they're probably, probably popular that. at this point. Yeah, well, they're all on, like, CDs these days. Yeah. They're really popular these days, like. <sighs> yeah, so I guess we're going to have to stick with the regular old intro music, aren't we? Yeah. <sighs> Fine, just play it. Is it over now? Better be. Yeah. I think it's just about over. That music goes right through my head. Yeah. Where we talk about things and stuff and many other things. Well, there's plenty of things to talk about. Like like our friends in New Finland. Yeah. Who introduced us to this theory about Paul McCartney. 
They insinuated that there was only one living member of the Beatles. And that's Ringo Starr, the one no one ever really remembers. I remember Ringo Starr because <laughs> he changed his name to Ringo Starr. Yeah. Why, what was and because he's the other one that's still alive. Oh, was, was he the one that was so very yellow submarine? Was he the one that sang it? I don't know. Oh, come on, you're meant to be a Beatles expert. How am I supposed to be a Beatles expert? <laughs> Just go I was on born in 1992. <laughs> yeah, so? I'm not a Beatles expert. I know nothing about music. You're lucky I even know anything about the Beatles. Gosh, this is like about Maroon 5 or something. Like no, that. I don't really know much about that either. I don't know who writes their songs. I'm pretty sure they write their songs. But that's it. What kind of fan are you? I'm, I'm a terrible one. We've discussed this. Like, mm. I like it in passing, but I'm not going to go avid about it. I mean, Supernatural, yeah, I could tell you who writes episodes. But I'm not going to because you yeah, don't appreciate that. let's talk about Paul McCartney. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Paul McCartney, as um, many of you should know, was a member of Beatles. Really? And for the One Directioners, the Beatles were a band that were around in the 1960s. And they were quite popular. They had this thing around them called the Beatlemania, which was because their fans were so... I don't want to say insane, but they were insane. They were fucking mental. They were. They would camp out at the house. They'd follow them everywhere. One Direction is, can you see some sort of resemblance? Yeah. Because that's can... the only thing similar between the Beatles and One Direction. You can see, like, video footage from the 60s, and they're going mad. They're, like, they literally are. bonkers. I... I know. I, I think I saw a documentary once many years ago about it. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, who behaves that way? It's like, literally, that you know, some of the women that used to probably have orgasms every time Elvis moved his hips or something like that. Did people used to do that? Um, I've heard people did get excited when he moved his hips. Those poor repressed women. Yeah. you got to remember, Hip shaking would do nothing for us nowadays. <laughs> it depends on whose hip is shaking. But I wouldn't have an orgasm over it. I'd be like, hmm, nice. If it was Mick Jackers, he'd probably, he'd probably fall apart if you tried that. Because you were so disgusted. Oh, he would probably he fall would, I thought he said you he's would. so old. Okay, right, yeah. Well, uh, Mick Jackers, isn't he having, like, a chi- another baby? Or uh, was that another, a different Rolling Stone? One of those stone? rock stars is, yeah. I know, um, I remember hearing the story. I, I think sure it's one of the came. Stones, at the very least. Maybe not Mick Jagger, I but at least Ronnie one Wood. Ronnie Wood. Oh, yeah. Wasn't he dating like that nineteen-year-old waitress? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It always—it's so off-putting that these old rock stars marry people young enough to be their granddaughters. Um, I don't know, really. I they mean, probably do have granddaughters things, yeah. that age, but like, how could you not look at yourself and think, ah, or look at the person and think, ah, you're the same age as my granddaughter, and not think, ah, uh, your old man could be taking advantage of my granddaughter? How'd that make me feel? I think most people manage to separate it, though. Like my dad was fifteen or so years older than my mum. Yeah, but weren't they older? Yeah, like your mum was older as well. Still, can be like weird for some people, though. Yeah, but I think the older you get, the older both parties get, not just the older you get, yeah. that's the problem. The older both parties get, so get the less, you know, issues there is. But if it's a 19... It's not like you met her when she was 19 and started dating her then. Yeah. I don't know. It's one of those things where you just got to see if... It, you can always tell whether it's, like... If they stay together, you can tell it's, it's pretty good marriage, probably. Mm. Or Ronnie Wood has a shit ton of money. Yeah, but equally, you've got to be dedicated to stay, even for the money. Amber Heard was not. No. But then again, I don't understand the Amber Heard-Johnny Depp thing. I find it quite believable that he does drugs and he does lash out at people. But then I also think she's a gold digger, so I think they're both probably at fault. 
Yeah. yeah. I can't really judge on that one, to be honest. Yeah, we don't know the ins and outs. I'm I just think, thinking my perspective. Yeah, I think that is a problem. People are kind of judging on just what we know. So some people are saying Johnny Depp didn't do it because they just think he's a nice guy. I just say they're all as bad as each other, right? Yeah. Anyway, we're so far off topic. Yeah. So the Beatles existed in the 1960s. Did you know they were only together for 10 years? Yeah, it's amazing to think that, isn't it, sometimes? Like, it's ridiculous. They had 28 studio albums, 63 singles. Bands nowadays, they're together for five years, release, like, two albums or three albums, whatever the length of their contract is, and, like, four singles at most from each album. They don't have as as much longevity. It was so much easier back then, I think, to do it in a way. They were always doing it like that, though. Yeah, they but, didn't have everything else. They're not having, like, oh, a side reality TV show. They're not putting out, like, shoe lines or whatever yeah. people do now to earn money. But they they were constantly working. Yeah. But also, like, the Beatles are in some ways, like, genuinely new as well. Most stuff that's about today is stuff you've heard before, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, and there were a band that would write and record all their own music. And yeah. play. they played it themselves. Yeah, and their live show. I remember hearing the story about their live shows. Their fans were often louder than music because they were just so crazy about yeah, this band. I don't yeah. understand that. Like, sometimes, I haven't been to a gig in ages, but, like, the moment you get in, it's yeah. just the place you're in, the atmosphere, the music going on, you do just go a bit insane and you're just screaming yeah. your head off. And you go away with, like, a raspy voice and your ears are all clogged up. yeah. And it is an amazing feeling, watching yeah. actual live music. Yeah. I've only been to one gig, and that's a Leonard Kern one, so... Oh, yeah, that's the one that you travelled for. That's the only one I you've been to. I went to Dublin. To. Yeah, it's the only music gig I've ever been to. Oh, I haven't been to one in years, but I've been to a few now. I mean, I didn't go to my first one until I was 16. Um, wow. I had been to, like, festivals, like, day festivals, like, with my dad, but they were more cultural things, but there was music and stuff. Yeah. But, yeah, that was McFly at 16. (laughs) David Archuleta was supporting them, and he was, like, one of those American Idol people. Yeah. My cousin was so jealous because she's American and she was in love with him. So I I was, like, right near the front. I took so many pictures of him and sent it to her. That's harsh. It was fun. And then (laughs) I went to see... I went to see Cobra Starship. They were so much fun. Mm. The energy in the room and, like... He He's very talkative, Gabe Sporter, who's yeah. the lead singer. And the gig, it should have finished at, like, half ten. Didn't leave there until half eleven, because he'd go on to, like, long monologues in, the, in between songs yeah. and just talk to the audience and interact. Well, I've, I've been to quite a few. I went to Maroon 5, seen The Killers a couple of times, seen Kings of Leon. Yeah, but nothing in a while. I mean, I've been to... When was the last gig I went to? I think it must have been... I think I went to see Alan Carr a few months ago. Not Alan Carr, Jimmy Carr. I've never seen comedy gigs, but I haven't yeah. seen many yeah. music Yeah, no, gigs. they're the only recent ones I've been to is the comedy gigs. Yeah. Anyway, again, <laughs> off topic. That's, right. that's, uh, maybe we should rename our podcast to Off Topic. Yeah, I think It'll be more fitting. That, we aren't, well, we are dorks, but we don't really do much to do yeah. so if we're going to be perfectly honest. No, we, we just kind of read stuff and then think we know about it. 
Well, we read stuff and then Offer and then opinions. we converse and yeah. we go away from the stuff. Like a lot of the time, I do pages and pages of research, right? I barely look at them because once we start, we just start talking yeah. and go on random tangents and then decide our own stories that are better than the yeah. facts. To be honest, I think that's what pe- people probably listen to us for. I think they've probably stopped listening because we actually of the subjects we talk about. Yeah, I think I think they listened to us because they thought we were like a Sherlock fan podcast, probably. Yeah, probably. I think they see the Dork Seduction, they download the episodes and it's like, oh, it isn't like a episode about how Sherlock uh, caught the killer of Olaf Palm. Yeah, because that, that's the famous one, isn't it? Yeah, sorry, Sherlockians. <laughs> right, we should probably get <laughs> to the Paul is Dead rumour, shouldn't we? Oh, yes. So, um, well, it sort of started in, in November 1966, because yeah. Paul McCartney had just been in a recording session with the Beatles and they'd had some sort of heated argument, and he got into a car crash later that night. Yeah, like, there's there's quite a few of these kind of incidences. <clears throat> yeah, Beatles, they seem to fight... Well, I guess because they're always together. Yeah. They always... Ha- they end up having so many disagreements. And yeah. to be honest, I've read up about them in those years. They didn't seem to be the nicest people. John Lennon certainly wasn't. He, no. uh, he was a bit of a nasty piece of work, I think, no. at times in the 60s. I think it's a big part of it. It's like they're two very talented people. And because they shared, like, um, writing credits, even yeah. though one of them would have tended to write a song. So it was just well, a way of making sure they share writing credits. They did mostly, though. Mm. Um, and I think that kind of thing, like, who gets the credit sometimes can... It can go to your head when you're that successful. Yeah, the same thing wa- happened with Take That. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that incredible band. <laughs> Yeah, I, I know that patient song they did. Who would want a writing credit for some of the shit they wrote? I don't actually know much about the first, you know, take that thing yeah. run. I mean, I know they had that patient song when they came back. Yeah, and Shine. I don't know which that I one. do actually kind of quite like. I don't know that one. But then you? we've all discovered, me, you, Chris, and the listeners, don't know much about music. Me, not you no. guys. No. I don't know much about music. No. But I know who the Beatles are, so even that means that they are uber famous. Yeah, that, that means they must be really like, I even know their songs. Yeah. Well, not all of them. Some of them. Name some. Uh, <laughs> I can't now. I want to hold your hand. Yellow Submarine. Um, the one that was Eleanor Rigby. Um, yeah. Eleanor I feel Rigby. like you're quizzing me. You put me on so much pressure now. I'm trying to remember them all. Oh, God. I can't remember any now. <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> you bloody, uh, bloody bastard. Oh, no, it's just a chance to make you look stupid. I said a few of them. Yeah. Isn't that what counts? I said quite... I named a few. Um, oh, the Mr. Postman song. Yesterday. How did I forget that? Yesterday. Yesterday, yeah. Let yeah. Um, uh, there was the other... Helter, Helter Skelter. Yeah. Uh, Lucy Blackbird. in the Sky with Diamonds. Yeah, yeah. Hey Jude. Hey Jude, yeah. Um, Blackbird. Hello, 64. goodbye. I Hello? think I fit my quota. I yeah. said I named a few, quite a few songs. So again, that You're must mean they're uber famous. Then, Pardon? Are you looking on the internet just no. at the end? No, my, I told you my laptop is very far away from me. Uh, 
Like, if I was looking on the internet, you'd hear it. <laughs> I would be moving the mic out of the way. <laughs> you'd hear the tapping of the keys. Well, okay. Right. Um, yeah, there's that incident, which is sometimes seen as, like, the kind of germ of this... Um, kind of rumour, but there's also there was also another rumour that he was killed in a car crash in January of 1967. There's quite a few of these kind of little yeah. car crashes. But then, yeah, that's not strange yeah. now, because there's always, like, death hoaxes going on about celebrities or famous people or some kind, or just notable people. Let's call them notable people. Yeah. This would totally be, like, an inter- internet rumour if yeah. it was about now. Yeah, but the only problem is is the press decide to... Well, students, it came from student papers, basically. Yeah. That's the re-emergence. So, like, a few years afterwards, in 1969, yeah. September 1969, the Drake University student paper wrote an article about it, and they came up with clues in the Beatles' recent albums about P- uh, Paul dying. I was about to call him Pete. Who's Pete? <laughs> Paul dying. Yeah. So lyrics and then playing the records backwards, which doesn't work with CDs, kids. Don't try it. They meant vinyl records. Yeah. It's a thing that happened before you were born. (laughs) Because I think um, I was reading that one of the songs apparently has Turn Me On, Dead Man. Yeah. If if it's played back. I think it's Revolution 9 from the White Album. Yes. That's played backwards. Yeah. uh, That's what it says. And that's... Because in that... um, it's like an example of what they call subliminal messages. So, yeah, subliminal. So loads of those like, like the, um, what are they called? Um, you know, the Jay-Z, Rihanna, people, Illuminati. Yeah. Like <laughs> I was not stereotyping at all with the Illuminati <laughs> then. Because I think there's a Queen one where, like, I, I can't remember if it's like telling someone to commit suicide or something like yeah. that. If you play it backwards. Yeah. They right. also, in, I don't, well, it wasn't this article that also cited the cover art, was it? It was the follow-up one. It's another one, I think. Yeah, it's what, the, um... What is kind of interesting about this article is actually the guy who wrote it, who's called Tim Harper, he never actually listened or owned any of, I think, the Beatles albums or something I don't think like he that. wrote it. I thought he was just the editor. He did write it. Oh, Okay. I'm pretty sure he did. But, yeah, he said he never actually owned any of the albums. Yeah, which is funny because the follow-up article, uh, we'll get onto that in a minute. Yeah. Okay, so after this, it sort of got, it got picked up by the radio, which was a big thing back in the 60s. Not so much now, unless it's Mark Commode and Stephen Mayo. Yeah, um, you can listen to it in your car, some people do. I like, yeah, I like some how people do. Some people do. Some people <laughs> listen to it on the internet. We all get onto that. Like, they actually use a computer rather than, like, a tablet and stuff sometimes. Yeah. A lot of radio shows are as podcasts now, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, they are. Oh, that's what I listen to. I don't actually listen to radio when it's on. Yeah. It's like TV. I don't listen, watch TV when it's on. I just stream it laterwards. Yeah. Laterwards. 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 Oh, that's good. Word. We should come up with it. That's it. Let's use laterwards from now on, and then one day it'll be in the English dictionary. Yeah. One of my fuck-ups actually meant something. Yeah, we should fuck up more often, I think. Yeah, no, I fuck up a lot with words and stuff because yeah. I talk so fast and uh, I don't really filter my thoughts and then it comes yeah. out a bit jumbled. But and but this one worked, Laterwards. We are using Laterwards now, OK, Matt? Yeah. That's... It sounds better than afterwards. Yeah. That is true, actually. Yeah, so we're going like to use Laterwards from now on. <laughs> we'll need to remember to tell Chris. Yeah. yeah. I'll write that down at some point. Yeah, Laterwards. Later yeah, you know us. We'll forget about it in ten minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Okay, so we were talking about the radio one, weren't we? Again, America, wasn't it, as well? It, it all started with America, I think. Yeah, they're very gullible over there. Uh, cut that <laughs> no, I was thinking that <laughs> as I was writing my notes. Yeah, it was, a, it was a Detroit radio station. Yes. WKNR, which I don't, for some reason, reminds me of Wanker. I think there's longer. quite a few radio stations in America that I like that. I think there's they're like regional lot, yeah. ones. They've got so much more than ours, I think. Well, America's got, a huge yeah, place. Yeah, to be fair. That might have been a slightly it's, it's stupid It's the size thing of Europe, for crying out yeah. loud. <laughs> if Europe banded together and made one country, which is not going to happen because, you know, Brexit, mm. um, we'd have the same number as them. Yeah. So this Detroit radio station, um, there was someone called in and they told their disc jockey about the rumour and its clues and there's all a big discussion about Yeah, they it. discussed it for, like, a couple of hours. Yeah, he, because I've, uh, it's like difficult. I've read like other different articles, and some people said the caller said something about the cover, but then I read that it was an article that said about the cover, so it's a bit mixed up. Yeah. So, I, but I think we should probably get to the article, because that's got the main stuff in. <laughs> yes, the article yeah. which I love. Yeah, which uh, is quite amazing, this article. Yeah, because of what happens afterwards. Yeah. So, um, a student, again, a student paper, a student called Fred Leboeuf. Leboeuf? Yeah. Lebeuf. Let's say he's a... Um, yeah, that's it. He, he's the ancestor of Shia Leboeuf. Yeah. And Shia Leboeuf is the best joke he's ever made. Yeah. Oh, Tom, my God. It works. Tarman's favourite actor there. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, dude. <laughs> Just fuck you. That's I was trying nice. to curb my swearing. <laughs> That was my first swear yeah, of the episode, I think. For. I think it was my first swear of the episode. I hope it is. Yeah. There was, I have no control whatsoever then. Yeah, so he wrote for his university newspaper, which was the University of Michigan, yeah. regarding this Paul is dead rumour. And he brought up loads of clues. Um, some of them were the ones that were in the previous article. And a load more that he admitted he made up. Mm. Right, the main thing that he suggested was that there was a stand-in. This is a guy called William Campbell, apparently, who... Um, I thought it was William Bell. OK, maybe I just wrote it down wrong. Yeah, I got William Campbell from some I, I probably just wrote it down wrong. Yeah. This guy, apparently, the rumour is that he takes place of Paul in the photos, and how he did this was that apparently he'd won a lookalike contest, a Paul McCartney lookalike contest, and... They, having discovered that Paul was dead, the record company, fearing that they were going to lose sales, got this lookalike, uh, gave him a little bit of plastic surgery, which plastic was... Plastic surgery, which was stellar in 1970, yeah. 1969. Which was... I most, mean, it, it, sometimes it's shit now. Yeah, um, which was mostly successful, apart from... Uh, apparently he had a small scar just above his lip or something. What was also amazingly good luck with this uh, William Campbell was that he was uh, quite good at singing and happened to be a very good songwriter as well. <laughs> so there you go. They, they got lucky there. Oh, God. This article's got some of it. Because what's interesting about this, like, Tim Harper and this guy, Fred Labore, is... Um, they, I think they were a bit amazed that kind of other people started to kind of pick up on their articles because, like, um, Tim Harper was saying that he had, like, TV stations trying to get yeah. in contact with him and stuff like that to and talk Fred about. And Fred LeBeur actually said it was supposed to be satire. Yeah. He, his was actually a satirical review. 
And I think he said later on that this was his, like, his 15 minutes of fame because he then went on to form a band <laughs> later on, which he said gave him, like, 17 minutes of fame. So I think he's suggesting that band wasn't necessarily... wasn't around for very long. No, it was around for two minutes, apparently. Yeah. Well, not literally. <laughs> well, not literally. <laughs> Sometimes it feels like a band's been around for two minutes, though. Yeah, especially some. Like, there's so many you don't hear about these days. But that's always been the case. I mean, to be fair, the ones that last are actually very few. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Band, like, I understand why solo artists work better than bands, because it's just you. Yeah. With bands, there are people that, like I mentioned it before, that there are people you have to be around 24 7. Mm. Equally, and, some yeah. solo artists, they're, they're not necessarily like they're better sometimes when they've got the pressure of having other people critiquing your work. Yeah. So, yeah. That's why mm-hmm. solo artists also burn out. Yeah. Everyone has a shelf life, okay? Yeah, if you think about it, it's the bands. When you compare, it's the bands that seem to have more longevity than solo artists. We're thinking long-running careers. Too. Yeah, mostly. Um, I mean, because Mariah Carey, she she she's been doing it for a while, but she hasn't released an album in years. Um, what other singers are there? I, I'd say like one of the few that probably probably got bigger was probably I'd say Robbie Williams. Yeah, really but and again, he didn't really do much lately, and his his no. last album tanked, and then he rejoined Take That. Yeah. Whereas the bands, they have an album out, they go away for a few years, they come back. I think, yeah. yeah, solo artists just tend to be more burned out because they're just continually making album, I guess. Yeah. I think people like David Bowie, probably, he's the only, like, he likes solo artists that wrote his own work. I think he's one of the few that kind of... But even yeah, then, his true. kind of career wasn't, like, the 80s. He wasn't, didn't have a great time. Yeah. So, Why are we yeah. even talking about this, OK? Yeah. Jesus, where were we? Yeah. So, yeah, um, what's also amazing about this is... a the band agreed to go along with this whole thing that Paul McCartney had died. And the story um, about how he died, in particular, there's a particular story that uh, comes from an article by a Beatles fan magazine, which apparently is quite sloppy and rushed from what I read, but it's entitled Paul McCartney Dead, The Great Hoax. And this is the story that surrounds Paul's death. And... The story was uh, that he died in a car accident about 5 a.m. on November the 9th, 1966. Mm-hmm. Now, this article suggests that Paul had picked up a female hitchhiker, which one article names her as Rita. I don't know where they got that from. <laughs> yeah, he was on his way to visit friends and he picked up this hitchhiker. <laughs> and, uh, this is quite comical, this. The woman became so excited when she realised who she who he'd picked up, who'd picked her up even, um, that she threw her arms around Paul McCartney and it caused him to lose control of the car. I just oh, find okay. that quite funny for some reason. You know what this just reminds me of? Have you ever heard of Tumblr? Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, Tumblr. Look, I made an account and I was on it for one night and I've never been back on. Yeah. But people on Tumblr t- t- tend to make up stories regarding famous people. Yeah. And uh, create, like, a whole fiction around them. It sounds like that. Yeah. It sounds like a, a 60s version of that. And also, this guy has been in the middle of Beatlemania. Yeah. Like, he's not going to let a stranger in his car. No, I think even back then you wouldn't be stupid enough to No, actually. that's just ridiculous. Yeah. He's had women chasing him all across the world. Yeah. 
and uh, there were like violent found encounters, I'm sure, because yeah. there were in later years. Um, that were well documented, of course. But there's no way he would let a stranger in his car, certainly not a hitchhiker. Like, normal people don't let hitchhikers in their car. Yeah, also, it's very brave to be a hitchhiker sometimes as well. Yeah. I mean, it's not often that a hitchhiker's necessarily that glad to get in yeah. a car. Yeah. Particularly a female one. Yeah, because there was that one, uh, Rodney Alpaca. Yeah. Isn't he the one that was in the Hollywood Hills and stuff and in L.A. Yeah. picking up hitchhikers and killing them? Yeah. And he picked up the daughter of, uh, you know, that German actor that was an M. Oh, yeah, yeah, Peter. Yeah, he someone. picked up the, yeah. her. I mean, yeah. he let her go when he figured out who her dad was. But again, yeah. yeah, that scenario just doesn't work. People shouldn't hitchhike and, they shouldn't, and people shouldn't hi- pick up hitchhikers. Yeah. We've got Ubers now or we've got trains or get a bus. Just let them feckin' walk, you know. Yeah, just let them feckin' walk. Yeah, I don't know. Um, they shouldn't go to a place if they don't know how they're getting there. <laughs> okay, like, it's ridiculous, all right? You pre-plan journeys. Mm. I understand some people like spontaneity, but you have to think things through before you leave. Yeah. And if you end up chopped up, it's kind of your own fault then. Yeah, let's keep it on a positive note, though. Um, yeah, okay. Apparently, Paul McCartney was decapitated by this accident, and um, the trauma to his head was so severe that even... Dental records were useless in identifying who this person was. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. So that's the story of how he died, apparently. I like the preciseness as well. Five o'clock. Yeah, yeah. I I like how this fan account is so precise. There's no proof to back it up whatsoever. Yeah. It's just people... I don't understand why people want to believe someone they love has died. Yeah. It's, it's usually it's the bit... other way around, isn't it? Like, when Michael Jackson died or Elvis Presley died, people still think they're alive. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Mm, but... And uh, to be fair, right, the record company, uh, they wouldn't bother doing that because these types of artists, they make more money when they're dead. It would, it would be such a good selling point. Yeah. It's grim, but it's a good selling point. To be fair, I think John Lennon's record sales went up after he was shot. Yeah, that's what happens when people die. Their records... It's a its a weird way that people, the public, project their grief yeah. by buying their albums. But, yeah. Like Elvis mm. is still making money and he died donkeys years ago. Yeah. So, you know, it's just good to die. Die young as well. That's always best. Yeah, like Kurt Cobain. Yeah. Joined the 27 Club like Kurt Cobain and Amy Winehouse. I know. Yeah. But anyway... That's the way to go, yeah. But me, personally, mm. it's bullshit. And I know it is bullshit. It's not really a discussion. Yeah. Because, first of all, the man got married and had kids and had grandkids. And he had a career afterwards, after the Beatles, with Wings. And his solo albums, he had plenty... How many solo albums did he have? Quite a lot. Let me look it up. I've written it down somewhere. Solo, he had 24... Well, he has 24 studio albums and 77 singles. Post Wings. Yeah. He's been in the public eye that whole time. If that was not Paul McCartney, we would know by now. Uh, yeah, I, gu- I guess. Not I guess. We would know by now. Man <laughs> is in his <laughs> 60s. It'll be the greatest reveal of all time. It, it could be true. You never know. You don't yeah. really know. I, I mean, some people do think there's, like, physical differences between Might just Paul be aging. McCartney when he was younger than when he was older. And as, as you say, could just be aging. I mean, I don't look the same as I did even, like, a, yeah. a couple of years ago. It, it's, so, it's kind I of, mean, 60s was, like, it was more than a couple of years ago. Yeah, also, it's kind of weird. In the 60s, 
celebrities actually used to age. It's not yeah. like now where, you know, they don't age anymore. Yeah, and in the 60s and 70s, all that all those drugs were flogging the market as well. Yeah. I'm not insinuating Paul McCartney does drugs. Paul McCartney drugs. was off his head on drugs. He's actually quite famous. He spoke to a lot of uh, the weed. Okay, I don't want to be accusatory of the people that support Paul McCartney and think he does no wrong. But, uh, yeah, there was a very... He was in the music industry, for crying out loud. That's all that needs to be said. Come on, he was he wrote, like, um, on Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Thingy Club. Hearts Club. That's a pretty weird album. They did their okay. own weird albums. You've got to be on drugs to make that kind of stuff. Yeah. Everyone did drugs in the 60s. Yeah. And it comes actually to an interesting point because some people see Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club, the album, as a kind of... Because there's two albums that really they they point to that show signs of the fact that the real Paul McCartney might be dead. And apparently somewhere on one of, I think it's uh, Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club album, there is something points to the, his, the date of his supposed death, and it's I won, IX, he die, apparently. And IX is the ninth in Roman numerals, which apparently is a reference to the date of Paul McCartney's death, November the 9th. And uh, also with that album is The Array of Flowers, it kind of looks because um, it's like the Beatles is written out in flowers, and some people kind of relate that to kind of like a funeral, you know, in a coffin when they've yeah. got mum written in, you know, flowers yeah. and stuff like that. And also, there's um, one of Paul's instruments is included there somewhere, so because it's his instrument, they're relating it to his death. So it could that or it could mean that the Beatles were always fighting so they knew the end was coming at the end yeah. of their contract I think that's one because I know there's um, some singer I think his surname's Knight Beverly Knight? Not that's Beverly. the only Knight I know <laughs> no, no, not Beverly Knight it's a guy called Terry Knight and he was a okay. singer on a record company called Capital Records and he attended some of like, the sessions for their last album, White Album he kind of, he saw a lot of the um, kind of arguments and he saw a lot of the kind of recording and how I think at one point lawyers were brought in against Paul McCartney's wishes and he went on to write a song called St Paul and some people believe lyrics in this song relate to his death so some lyrics like you knew it all along something had gone wrong they couldn't hear your song and Sir Isaac Newton said it had to fall some people have interpreted that as kind of referring to Paul being dead I'm not quite sure how. <laughs> yeah. It's a bit... I think that's a bit of a jump, that one. So... I yeah. think a lot of it is a bit of a jump. Yeah. Especially with the artwork and the songs, because the thing that's so great about art, so that's music, uh, writing, uh, painting, is that there's no set way to see it. Yeah. Everyone sees what they want to see, and they take away what they want to take away. Yeah. from it because a song about a girl that breaks up with her boyfriend could mean different things to different people one person might think oh it's about the bastard doing her wrong another person might think oh my god that love was so intense yeah and she misses it everyone interprets things differently yeah i i kind of think that too i think it's this yeah. misinterpretation i think i think they i think the kind of in a way they did like playing weird games with their album covers but yeah. don't necessarily think that means you know, they're trying to keep some big secret about Paul McCartney being dead. 
Yeah, and also, like, if they were trying to keep this secret, yeah. uh, the record company was trying to keep this secret, why put hints about it? Yeah. Like, that's just silliness. Because I, I was thinking... It's very brazen as yeah. well. I was thinking earlier, was it, like, some kind of stunt to kind of maybe sell their last album? Possibly. They did say... The record company did come out and say that, that after that, all the rumours about Paul dying came out, and their record sales were up. Yeah, but I think necessarily would you need with being the Beatles? And no, I know they wouldn't. weren't quite at the height of their kind of, re- you know, they were once really, really famous. I know towards the end of the sixties they maybe weren't quite as famous as they were. Still mm. incredibly famous, but so I kind of like, would they need to do that kind of thing? No, because they had. Yeah. The, come on, Beatlemania! They had a set fan base that were gonna buy into all of their crap anyway. Yeah. So, I don't understand why they would need to. Yeah. I mean, it didn't... Unless, like, you have some famous people that do do these publicity stunts, and they don't need to. But they do it because they like the attention. Yeah. For me, it doesn't seem like the Beatles liked that sort of attention. They seem like actual musicians that sort of wanted to get on with their jobs. And uh, what happened afterwards, after the breakup of the Beatles, sort of shows that. Yeah. Also, I kind of think... The Beatles, even even if they were slightly less famous, they, they were still more famous than any other people yeah, in that field. Really need to do much to sell an album. I mean, Paul. I think there'll always be people that buy Paul McCartney solo albums. He wouldn't keep yeah. putting them out if he, people didn't keep buying them. So yeah, yeah, because on his uh, costume for this Lonely Hearts album, some people have said there's an OPD badge. But if you actually look at the badge properly, it's another P or an R. It's not an actual D. Mm. So I think some people are just trying to read into things sometimes where yeah. things aren't there. Well, there's another yeah. one where apparently above Paul McCartney's head on that album, there's a hand. And I think they say it's in like an Indian hand or something like that. A palm. Okay. Yeah, an open palm. And apparently in Indian culture, this is a symbol of death. Is um, it really? I see. I I don't know. Um, I I didn't really look that one up. It's a bit far fetched. All this stuff. Or it could just be someone with their palm open. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily have to mean he's dead. No, it doesn't. It's it's just it's so far fetched. Yeah. Okay. I understand people like conspiracy theories and stuff, but if we look at the facts right, doing this would mean covering up someone's death and erasing. The life of the lookalike. Yeah. If it really happened, they'd have to cover up his death, fake, uh, pretend it was someone else, and it was a car accident. Okay, it's going to be messy. Uh, you have to pretend it's someone else, make sure it doesn't get in the news about there was a massive car accident and someone died. And also, this lookalike, they had a previous life. They could have had a family. They had people they grew up with. Yeah. And he would have just disappeared off the face of the earth for them. That wouldn't happen. There's so many things you've got to kind of cover there. You hear about stories about some people, celebrities and stuff, not showing up for an event and then they get a lookalike in. That's for, like, one day. He lived out a life. He's living out a life. Yeah. But it's like, also, because some people said, well, he obviously married Linda at some point. So wouldn't she kind of notice? But there's one theory about that is that she knew that this guy wasn't Paul McCartney, but she still married him. I was like, I'm not sure. If you knew it wasn't the real Paul McCartney, I wouldn't marry him, particularly. She didn't seem 
Well, it depends on the type of person. Yeah. But she didn't seem like the type of person that would do that just for attention and glory. Yeah. Because after, like, the Beatles split up and they got married and had kids, he sort of uh, removed himself from the public eye a little bit yeah. with his family. Yeah. He'd come back when he had, like, albums and stuff. But yeah. Paul McCartney's done it the right way. He goes away when he's not doing yeah. anything. So uh, a woman that would be okay with that... Yeah. not being in the public eye for no reason, wouldn't be okay with marrying someone that was a fake Paul McCartney for glory, because what's the point yeah. of it? I think a woman who kind of makes Yorkshire puddings... She does make the best sausages. Yeah. It's like, I'm not necessarily kind of marrying people for glory. Yeah, it's... Yeah. And stuff like this, it always comes out later anyway. Yeah. If something like this had happened... Like, they might be able to cover it up at the time, but someone talks eventually. Yeah. And uh, if there was a cover-up about the death and the replacement, there'd be more than a couple of people involved. That's going to take a team. Yeah. Also, like, um, since they've split up, John Lennon and Ringo Starr, they could have revealed it. Yeah. Even George Harrison. Can't forget him. Yeah. They could have revealed it. Yeah, John probably would have done. I, I feel like John is the person that would have revealed it. Yeah. But, yeah, I think he pretty much said it's bullshit in one article. They all did. Yeah, it's one of those things. I think it's just... Also, the story's so stupid that, you know, you've somehow... It is. It's like casting at shorts. The people that came up with the story say it's bullshit. Because, like, like hitting a stone fence as well, that doesn't crush your head completely. Well, it depends on how fast you're going, what the make of the car is. Um, If you had your seatbelt on... Um, there's so many factors, yeah. but it doesn't necessarily mean that it would get crushed. I mean, it could do. Say, if he wasn't wearing a seatbelt, he went flying through the windscreen into the, you know, the fence thing. That could do some proper damage, and he'd have to be going really fucking fast for that. Yeah. But, yeah, it doesn't necessarily mean... I mean, it's possible. I mean, everything's possible. Mm. But, yeah, no, I, I don't buy it. I mean, it's a nice theory, but... If it, if it was over a short period of time that this had occurred and there was a lookalike involved, maybe I might be more inclined to believe it or see their side, the conspiracy theorist side. But it's been decades. Yeah. Decades and decades and decades. Albums later, ch- children later, grandchildren later. I mean, it would have come out. Yeah. And And if you look at the personality of each Beatle, yeah. They're not the type of people that would go along with it. Yeah. Because they seem to be live an authentic life. They don't buy into all the... Because they've lived through all the insane bullshit that comes with celebrity. Yeah. They don't buy into that. They seem to just do your, their work and go home. They're not building, like, a whole scenario around them to over-publicise them. I don't think they'd go along with it. Yeah. I mean... John Lennon, towards the end of his life, he kind of is just more interested in his son and stuff like that. Yeah. He kind of found his redemption, I guess. Yeah. Ringo Starr, he went off and had a family and cheated on his wife, I guess, a few times. But then he remarried and he seems to be happy. Yeah. And, like, a father and grandfather. And I think he did yeah. something with Thomas the Tank Engine. Did he? He does, he does a bit of acting as yeah. well, doesn't he? He still releases albums too. Yeah, I, well, yeah. I don't mean he molested Thomas. No, I didn't think he did. No, some people might read into that, though. I don't You know what these listeners are like? They're freaks. Well, yeah, they are listening to us yeah. on a regular basis We're the for normal some ones. reason. They're the sick, disgusting people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, so... And then George Harrison, he sort of... He had his own family and he died very young, actually. Well, he died in his 50s, late 50s. Yeah. That's fairly young. And when George Harrison died, Paul McCartney and Ringo Starr went to see him. If it was all fake, Paul McCartney wouldn't give a... Well, the fake Paul McCartney wouldn't really give a shit. Yeah. They went to see him privately, not publicly. There wasn't, like, a press conference while they were doing it. Yeah. Why would he? Because if he came along and he's a lookalike, he's at the tail end of the career, the Beatles, he's not with them through the formation, through the foundation of their friendship. He's just a replacement that they have. Yeah. Also, like, the thing about Paul McCartney is that he's still kind of got a bit of a Liverpool accent on him. Not quite as much as, like, say, maybe Ringo Starr. I've heard him speak and he's really kind of Liverpool accent. Yeah, the thing is, like, people like that, that get famous, that have regional accents, and then they're famous in other countries. Yeah. They need to get rid of the accent. Yeah. Because uh, people won't understand them. It's like when Cheryl Cheryl Cole, that amazing pop star. I don't understand that she ended up on that show. She wasn't even popular in the US. Yeah. Of course she's going to get fired. That was a publicity stunt. If we're talking publicity stunts, that was one. Yeah. Uh, She might not have been involved, but it was a publicity stunt for Simon Cowell. Yeah. You know, so annoying. He's he's popular in America and this country. I don't get it. Yeah. Well, he's not. He doesn't find musicians. He finds things. He's like he's a salesman. Yeah. He's not a record exec. He knows. I doubt he knows. He doesn't seem to know much about music. You've seen the stuff that his artists put out. Yeah. Not not much. He, of it he, lasts. All he knows is how to market, yeah. and that's it. He's a very good marketer, but yeah, that's it. He's a salesman. He's a glorified salesman. Yeah. I don't think he'd be above this. One of One Direction died. He'd, he'd be in, actually, now he fired one of them, didn't he, or something, for doing coke. I don't know. Yeah, if you will. It's been something like that. Either he left. Is it Zane? Yeah, okay. Listen, the kid did drugs and that band appeals to children. Do you really think their parents are going to let them buy into it if one of their role models does drugs? He got kicked out. Let's face it, he probably might not have been sad about it because it was One Direction, but he got kicked out. He's probably sad about missing out on the money. Yeah, but, you know, kids doing drugs, that, that sounds cool. Yeah, but think about that. Their families are really young because we think, like, the Justin yeah. Bieber's fan base are young. One Direction's fan base is younger. Yeah, I guess, I guess it's probably a bit like E-numbers. It probably does send them a bit hyper. Uh, are you seriously talking about kids doing drugs? Yeah. <sighs> okay. Okay, so um, we've come to this. Yeah, advocating kids doing drugs, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We really shouldn't do this kind of thing. No, kids... kids, First of all, you shouldn't listen to it because I've actually marked it as explicit because I had no idea at the beginning what we were going to be talking about, what our language was going to be like, how dark it was going to get, how inappropriate it was going to get. So you shouldn't be listening to this. And if you are, then something's wrong with your parents. And I'll call social services if you can. If, yeah. Reach out to us, children. If you're under the age of 16. Well, Tom, let's not say 16. Children to reach Should out we say to like you. 14 or something? It's still bad. We're still asking children to reach out to you. Okay. <laughs> if you're under the age of 16, because I know you will have Instagram accounts and Facebook accounts and Twitters. Let me know, right? Because I'm going to call social services on your parents. Mm. Because I'm a stand-up person. You're, you're, like, a very moral person. Yeah, I'm, I'm so all about the morality of the world. Yeah. And how Trump cannot win. Because if he does, I'm going to find another planet to live on. Yeah, America's fucked. They're fucked either way, to yeah. be honest. I'm like, I'm supporting Hillary Clinton, but that's still not that great. 
uh, out of the options, I have to go for Hillary, Hillary Clinton. Yeah. That says something bad about the state of that. Well, actually, we're one to talk. Yeah. We fucked ourselves over too. <laughs> the whole world is fucked. Yeah. I'm just going to go to France and just hang about in a nun's outfit. You could, yeah, you could join the nunnery. Yeah, no. Well, no. No, you might end up doing it. You might enjoy it so much. If I won't give in to the religion that my parents spout, I think by rights I probably shouldn't give in to any. Yeah. Just, just, uh, you know. I wonder Stop what would arguments. if I walked around in a nun's outfit in France. You know what? There is actually... Because uh, there was a picture of nuns at the beach in their nuns' outfits. Yeah. So it's such Islamophobic bullshit going yeah. on. But I don't like any religion. So if you're going to suppress one, you suppress the others. Yeah. What we also don't like is men on the internet coming out and saying their men are oppressing these women. Yeah. I was like, you can't talk. You're not a woman. You're not one of them. Yeah. You can't talk about oppressing women by oppressing women. Yeah. And trying to make them do what you want. That's just yeah, the hypocrisy. Yeah. I don't any society that tells people what they can wear and can't wear. Yeah. Not a particularly great one to live in. Well, it's dangerous when you start getting into that because you don't have to decide what's acceptable and what's not. And that's always yeah. going to be difficult. Yeah. I tweeted this, but I'm going to repeat it here. Yeah. I like cardigans. If anyone tries to get me to take off my cardigan, shit is going to go down. Yeah. You know how much I like cardigans. I've got, like, a million of them. Yeah. And I just bought another one. Well, like, I have a fetish of cardigans. I love them. you get to take off your cardigans, just wear a million cardigans. Yeah, it'd be very hot. Like, uh, yeah, because this week has been really hot, but I've still been wearing my cardigans. Yeah. I've been so fucking hot. But think how principled you'd look. Yeah. Think how much... You'd probably be dead, but you'd look principled. Yeah. No one's going to be getting me to take off my cardigans. My cardigans are nice. Yeah. Some of them have patterns on them and everything. Oof. They're all from different brands. Mm. Yeah. You, you, I, I think you've got it there. Yeah. Like, don't touch the cardigan. No. That, that should, the, that should, that's got to be protected. Yeah. Cardigans That's all what we've got to fight for. I'm writing to Jeremy Corden, Corbyn to protect uh, people wearing cardigans. We are always the ones that are persecuted. Yeah. The cardigan wearers. It's, it's, I've seen horrific abuse of people wearing cardigans. It's such a fucking disgrace. Yeah. It's, it's horrible. Yeah. What kind of world do we live in? I know. that They attack the cardigan community. I know. I know. We'll find an island somewhere. If you don't want us, we're going to live by our own cardigan yeah. rules. Our flag is going to be a cardigan. Yeah. <laughs> Just a cardigan on a pole. That's brilliant. Yeah. We found our island. Matt, when we take over the, the world, that should be our flag. Cardigan. You know how if you plant a flag in something, you own it, right? Yeah. We just plant our jump our cardigans in them. We should, we should like, being a dictatorship, we should force everyone to wear cardigans. Yeah, that'll be the uniform. Yeah. I mean, it's all in in France. We're forcing people to wear... Well, we're forcing... In people to not wear it, I guess. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. You know what? No, how about I just only wear a cardigan when I'm in France? That will really shock people. <laughs> like, they're going to wish I put more clothes on them. Yeah. Yeah, let's just do that. Yeah, let's just wear cardigans and nothing else. Wear cardigans on the beach. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> We'd be popular. We've come so far. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> so Paul McCartney. Yeah, he's dead. Yeah. Yeah, he's not fucking dead, okay? Now oh, get over you're going to spoil it for so many people. They think he's dead. He's not fucking dead, and I don't understand why you want to believe he's dead. It's really, really grim. It's, yeah, but think how exciting it would be. Okay, I don't understand how fandoms want one of the people that they worship to yeah. be dead. It's, it's disc- I, I'm a member of many, many fandoms, right? Mm. I don't want any of, like, the actors or stuff to die. In fact, I want them to live forever. I actually think, like I say, our fandoms, we tend to want people who aren't real to be alive. Yeah. We We actually want them to exist. We want Hannibal to actually exist. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we were talking about it before, weren't we? Hannibal would be the great, a great, no, no, it was Dexter. We decided on Dexter in the end, actually, didn't we? Yeah. Okay, so me and Matt were having a text conversation that went on for a few days, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> about the whole US politics thing and the shit that's going down. Yeah. Somehow we came, we decided that Dexter, the TV show, you know, the serial killer, he would be a great candidate for presidency. Yeah. Because, because he only kills people that deserve to be killed. He has a better moral code than most of the politicians walking the earth right now. Yeah. So we should all elect Dexter. The serial killer. That shows you something about the state of our politicians. Yeah. Yeah. And also, Virgin, Jeremy Corbyn, even if he did stage sitting on the floor of a train, it still fucking happens. He was just trying to prove a point. Yeah. Also, it's like, if you read the story as well, he actually got on the train and couldn't sit down at first as well. Yeah. It was only 45 minutes in that he was offered a seat. Because they move some people into first class. So, you know, you, you, he's still got a point, the fact that he got on a train and couldn't sit down at first. Yeah. And, you know, the, also another point is how expensive bloody train tickets are as well. I know, that's what I was just going to say. Why are they so expensive? Yet all the trains are in shitty condition. Yeah. And there aren't that many of them running. And they're always fucking delayed. Yeah. Most people are paying all this money to sometimes not even get a seat. Like, even booking seats sometimes doesn't work because they don't always put out the reservations out. And they probably overbook, like, planes. Yeah, it's... Uh, it's ridiculous. And also, like, have you ever been down... Tried to get through some of the corridors of those trains? Yeah, I don't I don't like doing that. I haven't done it in years. It's like... I mean, I mean obviously, I don't travel on trains every day, but because not having a car, I depend on trains a lot when I want to get to some places. Yeah. And it's ridiculous. It's it's like, you know, I don't mind. It's not, like, terrible. It's not as if they're falling apart as such. And to be... You notice it if you go yeah. on long journeys, though. Yeah. To be fair, I mean, East Midlands trains, which I tend to go on a lot, they're really... They, they tend to be really good. We've only I've only had one time that time I came down. An hour delayed. Yeah. Because the listeners know all about this. That's the only problem I've had. I use Southwest trains. Yeah. But when my train... It has been fucked up a few times. Mm. But, yeah, more often than not, it's all right. Yeah. But I'm one of the lucky ones that has a station fairly close to them and the trains are already fairly regular. So if one's delayed, it's fine. Some people don't get that. Also... I, I, because I sometimes travel near Gatwick Airport. That train journey going from Gatwick Airport to London, honestly, I've been there when really, literally been packed in like sardines. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We had to go through Gatwick when going to Brighton. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Also, um, 
I li- live not too far away from Stansted Airport, and they're trains yeah. like once an hour. When you think there's always people trying to get to an airport, and they wonder why you're crushed in like sardines. Yeah, I remember when we were coming back from Brighton, train was so delayed. I can't remember how delayed it was, but we were all getting pissed off. Southern trains are shit. Yeah, southern. Yeah, they really are. They really, really are. Like, that's why I didn't come down to that one. I know we're talking more as friends now. Yeah, I think we should probably wrap this up because no one's going to want to give a shit about this because we talked about, I don't, I, yeah, we spent like the first 15 minutes talking rubbish. We spent the last 20 minutes talking rubbish. Yeah. There's like 10 minutes of content in here. Yeah, basically we, we, we decided Paul McCartney isn't dead. Yeah, no, I think he's well and truly alive. Yeah. Because no one could fake it for that long. No. And there's too many people involved, too many variables, too many ways to be exposed. There's really no point of it. Yeah. Just let the news come out that he died a gruesome death. The album sales will go up. Yeah. The Beatles can split up anyway because that's what they wanted to do. Yeah. And they can go on to their own field, well, own solo careers. And they could talk about the loss of Paul McCartney as a marketing move. Everyone would benefit. Why? That sounds really bad. Everyone would benefit if Paul McCartney died. (laughs) We wouldn't add those sausages, though. Yeah, all the sausages. Yeah. Oh, the Yorkshire puddings. Mm. I think that's what it was all about, Yorkshire puddings. Yeah, yeah. She married Paul McCartney so she could get her sausages and Yorkshire puddings out. Makes sense. Makes sense. I mean, she she did have a career before that. Yeah. Yeah, and that was part of her activisty thing because she was a vegetarian and there wasn't a lot of options. But yeah. yeah, yeah, it was all because of that. Yeah. Yeah. Up to Yorkshire puddings and. Anyway, yeah, because we're not talking about anything now. I think we should say goodbye. Ta ta. Bye. Ta ta for now. Au revoir. Bye bye.